When the whole family comes together to watch the game, nobody wants to miss a second of the action to run to the grocery store. With Instacart, you can get all your weekly groceries in as fast as an hour. Less time shopping means more game time. Let's go. Visit instacart.com to get free delivery on your first three orders. Offer valid for a limited time. $10 minimum per order. Additional terms apply. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and the restrictions may apply. Analysis by Eucalypt Speed Test Intelligence Data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. Time to play the game. It may be the nighttime, but the sports talk doesn't stop. Sports talk radio that's live, local, and not for the faint of heart. Oh, you didn't know? Sometimes angry. Loud noises! Telling it like it is. You insulted him a little bit. You got a little out of order yourself. And pretty much always right. Don't ever argue with the big dog. Big dog is always right. Text or call 404-741-0929 and be part of the show. Well, we're waiting. Live from the Kia Studios, it's time for the John Chuckery Show. Serving you up sports on Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. And welcome into Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. Yes, it is time for the John Chuckery Show. Hanging out with you in the Kia Studios. Going to be with you for the full four. We ask you to download the Odyssey app. You're not in the car as much. You want to listen in. Put the Odyssey app on one of your devices today as Dom just keeps cutting off that music way too early. Cutting off that music just way too early. (sighs) I I thought I was fading it out well. Did Did I do too much there? No. You 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 turned it down too low, and you <laughs> okay. cut it off. I mean, you cut it off. Again, you know, this is walk-up music. You're right. You're you got right, it. You right. got to have your walk-up music, right? You're right. You're you got to right, have your right. theme music. That glass breaks. You know, it's mm-hmm. arse kicking time, right? You're right. Anyway, see now I got me all distracted. Now I'm throwing <laughs> off of the whole show. All right, we're going home. All right, that's it. That's it. Anyway. Uh, put the Odyssey app on one of your devices today. Take the smartphone, the Alexa speakers, your tablet, your Palm Pilot, your tape recorder, your Betamax, whatever your device is. Just download it on something to be able to catch us on the go. Social media is at 929thegame on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. And as always, best way to be a part of the show, follow us on our personal Twitter pages. I am at JMCH316. That is your water cooler talking points three to six months in advance of anybody else. That is out there. Dom is producing the show tonight, still filling in for Day Day. He is at Dom. You are live on his personal Twitter page. Can I just say something real quick? Um, yes. You know, we play these commercials, and mm-hmm. and in between, you know, Dukes and Bell ending and, and our show starting, um, and we have those uh, commercials for the Skechers slip-in shoes. Yes. Okay. Yes. I'm wearing my Skechers slip-ins. Can I tell you? No money for this, but uh-huh. I'm telling you, they are the best pair of shoes I've ever owned. Really? I, I, they are, first of all, they are the ultimate fat guy shoe, right? <laughs> I don't have to bend over. I don't have to tie it. Yeah. It, I just, and it, it's true. Slips that, right on. That heel, you can just slide yeah. right into it. I don't know how they do it, 
But again, it is, they are, I mean, again, Skechers by and large, I, my work boots are Skechers as well. Yeah. They are super comfortable shoes. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I bought two pair. I bought a couple pair uh, a few weeks ago. And it was like buy one, get one free or whatever like Love that. Those. So so I, I bought a couple pair. I'm telling you, I wear these things everywhere. I, I, and and they are they are comfortable. They are awesome. So I'm telling you, yeah. I'm I'm not getting anything for this. But right. if you want a great shoe, and especially if you're an old guy, a larger guy, <laughs> a tired guy who doesn't have yeah. time or you know the will to bend over, I'm telling you, <laughs> these things are phenomenal. Okay, they I'm gonna check them. Listen, with my age group, they weren't super fashionable. Mm-hmm. So which is why a lot yeah. of people didn't get them. Right, right. But again, I <laughs> but. could listen. I'm I'm more likely to kick you in the head than I am to worry about fashionable. Right? <laughs> there you go. Right. Right. So right. again, I could care about if they're fashionable or not. Like I could I could give two flips. Yeah. Okay. Um, but they are awesome. Like mm-hmm. they are really awesome. And again, sketches are really comfortable just to yeah. just to wear around in yeah. general. Like I've had I've had work boots. I've got these. I've got yeah. other shoes that are sketches because I just I really believe in in what they do. So yeah. um, just. I was thinking about that as I heard that commercial playing. <laughs> I just was like, man, I've I've heard this commercial a couple times, and again, mm-hmm. if if Skechers wants to drop my, some money my way, hey. I will I will be an endorser okay. for them all day long for the uh, get a Skechers deal. Yeah, get some free shoes out of it. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I, like I that. mean, they, look, they've got they've got all kinds of colors and styles and yeah. everything like that. So, but these these slip ons are just phenomenal. So the ultimate fat guy shoe. All right, a lot to get into with you uh, here tonight. Uh, let's start with Atlanta United as. Um, Stubbed their toe again last night. Look, coming off a two-game winning streak and thought, okay, I mean, it's not going to be easy up in New England. And then four minutes in, they give up a goal. Now, my real problem is the second goal. You know, okay, they give up the first goal. They give it up four minutes into the match. Okay, then you allow them another goal. And that one was, again, great pass over the top. Um, You know, Brad comes out and tries to make a play. He can't, and it's just an easy goal, and it's just, okay. And then you're down 2 nothing, and it's like, okay, you know, can you find something before the half, you know? And, and by the way, we'll, we'll talk about this in just a second, but, but, you know, again, can you find something right before the half? No, okay. And then what, stoppage time, you get a goal out of it? Okay, you make it 2-1. to one. Um, It just, once they got down 2 nothing, it felt like it was 4 nothing. right? I mean, just... And again, especially with the softer goal on the second one, like I said the first one, okay, four minutes in. Yeah, that second one, yeah, that, that was the frustrating one because we're watching it, and you know, it's like, come on, man. I mean, you know, like you can't get okay. You give up the first goal, okay. I mean, things happen, and and you give it up early. Can't give up that second goal though. Yeah, that fir- like that first goal, it's frustrating because it happens in the first five minutes right, of the match. Right, but it's just a good goal by Polster. Like, right, you, absolutely. You just have to give him like it's absolutely just a yep. good shot. Like tip of the cap to you. The other one is frustrating, just because of how it ha- like that. That's just something that you can't. Yeah, it gets you by happen. your defense. Yeah. And, and again, it, and it ends up being a one on one with Brad. With Brad and, and he again, loses, he's he's coming out high, and yeah. once he came out and he put that move on him, yeah. it was it, Katie it was, bar the door. And I know yeah. they tried to come back in it. You know, get back on on defense, but mm-hmm. again, it was just it was an easy shot. I mean, just a point blank shot, and just that was that was the frustrating one yeah. because yeah. again, okay, one nothing. You know, going to halftime. All right, exactly. you feel like you're in it, but two nothing. It was like, oh, yeah, okay. you never you never want to be down yeah. that hole. Now I do again tip the cap, uh, Petrovic, the goalkeeper for New England, 
on Wednesday night was phenomenal. Yeah, he was he was he terrific. Was, and look, I mean, look, Tiago Amada played brilliantly. Yeah, he was yeah. he was magnificent. Um, but still, a loss is a loss. Yeah, right? absolutely. I mean, yeah. after after a two win streak match. Now we were out last night at uh, Hampton and Hudson. Uh, mm-hmm. Very. Co- have you ever been there? No, I have not. Okay. It's right there on North Highland Avenue, so that that's okay. that whole area is is a great spot. Yeah, like, uh, and it really kind of is almost like Inman Park area. I mean, it, it's mm-hmm. it's in that area, but I, I love you know that North Highland area. There's so many good little spots around North Highland, but this Hampton and Hudson was a terrific little spot. It's in this little shopping plaza with a couple things around it, and. Uh, we had a good time out there. Good crowd, and uh, we had some fun nice. um, out there. So uh, it was a good time last night. We thank everybody for for coming out. We had some giveaways and stuff like that. So we're going to continue these watch parties all through the season. But that was a fun little spot. Like that was a uh, yeah. the Reuben was really good. Um, so just just a fun little spot all the way around, and, and a kind of a cool place to to hang out. And okay. if you want to watch uh, Atlanta United, just kind of a cool bar vibe, just yeah. in general. So. Uh, a good time was uh, had by all. So very thanks nice, to the folks nice. at uh, Hampton and Hudson for uh, for treating us so well. So good time out there. And I think I've got one more of those that I'm doing a little bit later on in, I think it's in August at some point. Uh, so we've done a couple so far. I think there's mm-hmm. one that's coming up in August. So we'll see yeah. where the where that one is. So We got we to gotta get you in front of the people. Uh, yeah, I don't like people. Yeah, I just I, I'll, I'll be in front of them. Uh, I, just, I don't like people. That, that's my thing. Yeah, I get it. I, again, I'm I'm good as long as I don't have to interact with humans. I mean, yeah, so Fair. I'm Fair. I'm good. You know, my daughter, you know, cool. I interact with her. Yeah, but you know, other human beings, yeah, it's not, not so much. You know, anyway, so anyway, uh, no, I kid. Um, not really. Um, Braves are back at it uh, tomorrow. Uh, Truist Park against the White Sox. You know, I was talking to Carl and Freaky Deaky. Um, in the crossover, and you know, I read a good article about the the fact that you know there it was just a few years ago that when you looked at the kind of the the line, you know, they were kind of running parallel. The White Sox, remember, they were a playoff team a couple of years ago. The White Sox and the Braves had really good organizations, and look, you look at the young talent that was coming up through the White Sox: Luis Robert, um, who's who's the uh, Tim. Um, Tim Anderson. Tim Anderson, the mm-hmm. shortstop. Uh, obviously, um, uh, Abreu. Uh, again, they had a lot of really good young talent, and they were a playoff team. What it was? What was it? A couple couple years ago, two, two years or three ago. years ago. Yeah. Yep, so they were a really. They looked like one of the big up and coming franchises in the American League, and it just has not played itself out that way. And they brought back Tony Fraud Rusa as their manager, and he's a bozo. Uh, he's again, I. I have I have total disdain for Tony Fraud. What a fraud and phony! Oh, I didn't know the Oakland A's were shooting up steroids. Right uh, again, because Canseco Canseco wasn't doing steroids in the locker room. Right? Okay. Anyway, so it uh, that's why again all of these guys that that all of a sudden now are so sanctimonious about steroids. You know, again allowed it all to happen. Joe Phony, Joe Torrey, Joe Phony, David Ortiz, the biggest phony in baseball. Tony Fraud Rusa, all of them big frauds and phonies now. You know, now it's all revisionist history. But anyway, but besides that, they were two organizations that were really on track with one another and looked like they were going to be the up-and-coming organizations in Major League Baseball, and it's not gone well for the White Sox. So, again, this should be a series that the Braves handle their business in. And we talked about this. Look, we were all, Dom, I mean – Again, I, I know there's a lot of shows going on and stuff like that. We were so 
ahead and predicted everything about June. We talked about double-digit leads over the Mets and the or the Mutts, I should say, in the Phillies. Yep. We talked about having an outstanding again. They were playing last play. We talked. We we were in in May. We were telling you about June, what was going to happen, and we were all over it. We couldn't have been more right about it. So again, there's a lot of winnable games come July. I wondered about whether or not you know that series in Tampa Bay would go the Braves' way or not. And again, it's not going to matter a hill of beans in the grand scheme of things, but. Um, but taking two out of three from them, this should be two out of three or sweep. I mean, yep. honestly, for for what the White Sox are. Yep. That, and by the way, nobody wants to win that division, by the way, the AL, AL Central. I was going to say, that's the funny thing. For as bad as the White Sox have been this year, they're still like. Yeah, because the Twins it. stink and the Guardians stink. <laughs> no, it, like like yeah. you said, no one I, wants I call to them win the Indians. I, gr- <laughs> I grew up with the Cleveland Indians. Uh-huh. I, I, went, I went to games in night. What? My first Indians game was. 1982. Okay, so they were the Indians. They'll always be the Indians in my mind. Mm-hmm. They were the Indians in Major League, right? Yeah. That did anybody had was anybody all offended with with the movie Major <laughs> League? Anyway, we we can get onto all these kind of rants and stuff like that tonight. But again, that's that's that division has been a dumpster fire. Uh, but th- this should be a series that the Braves dominate, and they'll go into it with a I believe eight and a half game lead over the Marlins. 20 games over the Mutts. That's for my boy Ed Lover, uh, who I ran into in the parking lot earlier uh, today. So, uh, again, they Braves are, Braves are not going to lose this division. There's no chance in Hades that they lose this division uh, at the end of the day. So, we'll talk to our buddy Chris Willis coming up at 740. We'll uh, get his thoughts about uh, the second half uh, of this season. We're going to ask you a Braves question here um, coming up here in just a, a few minutes, and we'll open up the phone lines uh, to you as well. Um, look. Knew this was going to happen. We've had Alan. Uh, now look, Alan Judd was on with with Steak and all that. Of course, he came on with us two shows. You know, he was on with us twice before yeah. he went on. You know, with Orrin Bogart. But anyway, um, <laughs> that's neither here nor there. Um, no, anyway. Um, so Victoria Bowles, who survived the car wreck that happened on January fifteenth. Um, you know, with obviously Chandler Lacroix and Devin Willock and and all of that. Um, she has filed a lawsuit, as we all predicted what happened. It's filed a lawsuit against the UGA Athletic Association and Jalen Carter. You know, we talked about the idea of Jalen Carter's not going to face any kind of criminal charges, okay? They were going to all, they're going to, again, the Devin Willock's father, he's got a lawsuit against him. This Victoria Bowles, she's got a lawsuit against him. And we talked about this, We this was Always going to happen in, in in the United States right now. It's not about criminal justice or different whatever. Okay, there was never going to be criminal because everybody's like, oh, well, he won't get charged with a crime. Yeah, you know what he's going to get charged with? Multiple lawsuits, and they're going to come after his money. And you know that all that signing bonus and all that money. Guess what? You got people in the crosshairs that are looking to purge that money from him, and that's that's the situation. Filed in Gwinnett County on Wednesday by Bowles, a former recruiting analyst for the university, accuses the UGA Athletic Association of negligence and uh, contradicts public statements by Bulldogs football coach Kirby Smart and other officials who have claimed that recruiting staffer Chandler LaCroix shouldn't have been driving the least SUV when it was when it left the road and struck trees and utility poles. Guess what? I don't I don't care what their story is. 
again, a jury's much more sympathetic when it comes to doling out other people's money. Maybe not in a criminal proceeding, but in a civil proceeding. Again, people are way more willing to hand out other people's money in these kinds of situations. So she's the second one. We called all this. We talked to Alan Judd specifically about this. She's there's gonna be there's gonna be others, I promise you. There'll be somebody else when all is said and done. Because if they think they can get their hands on some money, that's what they're gonna do. All right, 404-726-0929. If the Braves didn't do anything at the deadline, would you be okay with that? 404-726-0929. Call us up. Let us know. If the Braves did nothing at the deadline, would you be okay with it? Chuck Green, the Kia Studios, Sports Radio, 92.9 The Game, and the Odyssey.com app. When the whole family comes together to watch the game, nobody wants to miss a second of the action to run to the grocery store. With Instacart, you can get all your weekly groceries in as fast as an hour. Less time shopping means more game time. Let's go. Visit instacart.com to get free delivery on your first three orders. Offer valid for a limited time. $10 minimum per order. Additional terms apply. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Nighttime is the right time to talk sports. That's a euphemism, right? It's John Chuggery and more of the Nightcap. Sports Radio 92.9, the game. Sports Radio 92.9, the game. Back at a Chuggery show. Hanging out in the Kia Studios Thursday night with you. All right, 404-726-0929. That's both our Solomon Brothers Diamond text line and it is our phone line. We're opening up the phones to you. Ask you the question, the Braves did nothing at the deadline. Would you be okay with that? You know, it really is remarkable that about six or eight weeks ago how different this conversation was. You know, we were staring down the barrel of, oh, my gosh, we've lost Freed. We've lost Wright. We... You know, didn't have Ian Anderson now for the year. Michael Soroka wasn't up yet, and we didn't know what he was going to do or this, that, and the other. And it was like, wow, we just got Elder, Strider, and Charlie Morton. Then it was, you know, well, Iglesias is struggling. Well, Minter's struggling. Bullpen's got its issues. We need to go get help. And then it was, well, Marcelo Zuna can't play left field. He was a disaster in the month of April. Eddie Rosario's off to a slow start. He's not doing a whole lot. Oh, gosh, we got to address left field now. And fast forward to now, what is it, July, uh, what's today, July 13th? Yes, sir. Okay, July 13th. What a difference a couple of months makes in the world. Now you start looking at this rotation and say, 
well, geez, we're going to have Max Fried back here sooner than later, and we've got two all-stars in the rotation, plus Charlie Morton has had a really nice bounce back year. We're going to get Fried back, and now you're like, okay, we got first-world problems. You know, again, Soroka can be a fifth starter. Schuster or Dodd or somebody like that, they can be, you know, in the mix. Or Again, now we feel like our starting pitching is right back on track, and okay, we're in pretty good shape. Then you look at the bullpen. Statistically, the bullpen has been really good this year. You know, they, they are one of the top bullpens in Major League Baseball. You know, not from a standpoint of, you know, just kind of, uh, you know, let me put it like this. The analytics and things like that that you dive into, they tell you that the bullpen has been really good. And honestly, Marcelo Zuna has had a really nice bounce back year, and Rosario has had a really nice bounce back year. He's played some good catches in left field, and he's hitting the ball. So maybe they add a bullpen arm because you feel like Alex Anthopoulos can't just sit back and just bask in the glory of what this team is. I'm not saying that that's a a bad thing or whatever like that, but just, again, I don't think the Braves have to do anything. I think if they just keep this roster as is, you still feel like that they're the favorites to go to the World Series, potentially win the World Series. And I don't know that they need a piece. I don't think they need a left fielder. I don't think they need a DH. I don't think they need a starter. I don't think they need more bullpen help. I mean, again, it's always good to upgrade. It's the Bill Parcells theory, right? If you can upgrade the 53rd man on your roster, you upgrade the 53rd man on your roster. So 404-726-0929, your thoughts on this. Let's go out to HD out in Gwinnett County. What's going on, HD? What's up, sir? Hey, buddy. And I thank you for your hospitality yesterday. It was so nice to meet you, man. I oh, like, yeah. Hey, meet- buddy. Yeah, I- thanks, man. I've been meeting. I've been wanting to meet John Checkery for a man like, <laughs> oh my God, since the space station started, man. I'm so glad to meet you, sir. Thank you. Yeah, no problem. Okay, so when I made the comment yesterday, we were talking. I said, well, what you think, man? When the Braves get into the playoffs, could the pitcher be the weak, weakest link? You said, no, not really. And then what you just said, I said, okay, I see a better pitcher now that they could, you know, they could really, you know, make some moves. Uh, I mean, during the playoffs, but and I think the team they they can stay all the the way they are. They they seem to be pretty good. And, you know, they always say, well, I always heard that pitching is eight, uh, baseball is 85% pitching and good pitching stop good hit. So yep. when you get in the playoffs, somebody has to show up. Because I know we got the team to put the ball in play. We got, we got you know, the, the guys are hitting the ball. It's just our pitching. We just got to hope that they just stay strong, you know, for the rest of the half of the season and, you know, just make a good run. And appreciate it, HD. Good, uh, good meet yesterday. We had a lot of fun with uh, HD uh, out of yeah. Hampton and Hudson yesterday. So. Sounds like it. Uh, yeah, listen, uh, he's a big wrestling fan. We we're talking a lot of wrestling, ah, uh, okay, but anyway, yeah. um, to his point. I mean, look, um, you feel like Strider and Elder. They're they obviously Strider is one of the best, maybe the best young pitcher in all of baseball. Morton's had a nice bounce back year, and then all of a sudden you're going to go ploop and drop the best left hander in baseball right into your rotation. And what did we get? Five starts out of Max Freed so far this year? You're going to drop the best lefty in baseball and just plop him right into your rotation. And then at that point, as and I keep saying this, once you've got your four guys, you can figure out your fifth guy in the rotation, whether that's Soroka, whether that's Schuster, whatever mix and mash and things like that, you can figure out the one spot as a starter. Because sometimes you don't even need a fifth starter. But again, you can figure that out. If, if you've got four solid guys, you can figure out that final spot. 
And now all of a sudden, Braves starting pitching, okay, looks like it could be one of our real strengths, right? And to the fact of our bullpen. Like I said, statistically, if you break down some of the analytics and things like that, this bullpen has been very good. You know, again, I, I talked to Heath Bell about this the other night on the show. You know, closers go through their ups and downs and things like that. Like, not again, I, I've said this many times before. Not everybody is Dennis Eckersley in 1990, right? Like, not, not many guys are, you know, 52 for 52 or whatever and – you know, have, you know, a, a .5 ER. I mean, very few guys are ever Dennis Eckersley. Everybody's going to have their hiccups and things like that along the way. But, you know, by and large, Iglesias has gotten the job done, just like Kenley Jansen. I mean, if you looked at the numbers, Kenley Jansen was a very effective pitcher last year, very effective closer. I think he ended up leading the league in saves or what have you. You know, it was almost a 90% Save percentage guy, that's a really good percentage. You want to be 90% or above. I think was top five in save percentage, you know, in the National League. I mean, again, guys are going to have their bumps in the road. But this bullpen has come through. And to the point about Rosario, Ozuna, those guys have contributed. Those guys have contributed. I'm not talking about even Orlando Arcia. That story came out of nowhere, and he's obviously been everything and more we could have asked for. But – Again, when you look at the big questions that we had about all of this, they were, they've all been answered, whether it was shortstop, whether it was left field, whether it was starting pitching after the injuries, whether it was our bullpen, things have all come together. And I don't think that there's a reason to, um, you know, I don't, think, I don't think that they have to go out, let's say it that way, and go out uh, and do uh, anything. Uh, let's go to Reese. What's going on, Reese? How you doing, buddy? Hey, what's going on, Chuck? Hey, good, to see, good to talk to you, man. Yeah, man. What's going on, buddy? Yeah, I just, I, I mean, we got to trust in Anthopolis, man. Like, just like you had mentioned with the Jansen, that's what I was going to bring up. Jansen and Will Smith, like, when it seemed like it was always shaky or two guys would get on base or maybe a run or two would score, but we still had to lead. Anthopolis trusted in those guys. He scouts all the time, man. I don't know who scouts more, him or Kirby Smart. Those dudes are out scouting. He's sitting at the games. Different fans are taking pictures of Anthopolis at a regular single-A game, at double-A games all across the country. Trust in Anthopolis. If he wants to bring somebody in for pitching, we probably will, and it's going to be okay. If he doesn't, we're all going to be extra worried. But when the guys that we have come back, come back from injury, it's pretty much going to be like bringing in a starter and bringing in a closer. You know, so – I just trust in Anthopolis, man. He's made the right move. He made the right call with our first baseman, with Olsen. He made the right call with Arcia. You know, we might not even know who Vaughn Grissom is if Arcia wasn't hurt that year. You know, so I just trust in Anthopolis, man. And we we probably will make a move for pitching. But if we don't, I still trust in Anthopolis. Yeah, man. And, and, Appreciate you, and thanks, Reese. Appreciate it, buddy. Um, Reese was out with us last night uh, as well. Um, look, do I think that Alex Anthopolis is going to make a move? Yes. I do. And and part of it is he can't just sit back, right? I mean, part of it is he's not just going to sit back and rest on his laurels and say, all my work is done. No, he's not like that. He's not that kind of general manager. I I do think that they will make a move. I do think that – I think the most likely move that they will make is in their bullpen, that they will add one or two pieces to their bullpen. 
I, I do. I mean, again, I don't think that I don't think that you can ever have enough pitching, right? I believe in all of those different things. And, and certainly Alex Anthopoulos is a guy who's not afraid to make all the moves that he needs to make. But this conversation is way different than it was six or eight weeks ago. Like we were talking about the idea of, okay, yes, you know, we're we're winning and you know, but do we have, you know, staying power for 162 games? Can we be a good playoff team or this or that or whatever? You know, now you're starting to answer a lot of these questions. And now things are kind of coming into light, right? Like things are starting to come into, you know, focus for what this team is. And look, no, nobody's winning this division besides the Braves. The fact that they have this lead and the fact that they are right now the clear-cut favorite. You know, again, we've talked to Bob Nightingale about this multiple times. He's like, I don't see anybody. How I don't see how any team is going to catch the Atlanta Braves in that NL East. Certainly not the Phillies. Certainly not the Mutts. And certainly not the Marlins, for God's sakes. Marlins aren't, Marlins aren't going to go off on some 40-5 and five winning streak and all of a sudden, you know, be the best team in Major League Baseball. All of that stuff isn't happening. Braves are clear-cut that they're the favorites. But, again, I expect Alex Anthopoulos to make a move. But if he doesn't, I won't be disappointed going to bat, you know, going to war with the guys that we have right now. The way this lineup is played, the way the starting pitching is starting around in, and the way the bullpen has been, you know, Chavez and guys like that have been real contributors to this bullpen. And I was going to say, I think that earlier on when people were kind of having that, you know, the freak out about the team, the team was injured. You know, yeah. there was a lot of injuries yeah. there, and now guys right. are getting back healthy, and you're starting to see what this team can do right. when they're healthy and when right. they're at full strength. Right. If it ain't broke, don't fix it. You know, like, I'm completely fine if the Braves do nothing. I understand, like, that's kind of, and you never want to be complacent. You always want to try and get yeah, better. Yeah, right. And, and Alex Anthopoulos is not going to just sit right. back and say, hey, we're good. I yeah. mean, he's never going to yeah. say that. Absolutely. So, I, I I don't think they need to do anything. I'm sure, like you said, AA is going to find something. But yeah. I don't think you need to make a move just for the sake of making a move. Right, right. And, again, I'm not giving up any capital. I mean, that's the big thing is we felt like we'd have to give up some capital to find a starter or find this or find that. Now, I'm not giving up any capital. I mean, no, nobody who really matters within our organization. All right, when we come back, we'll talk to our buddy Chris Willis. We'll talk some Braves baseball with him. Chuck Green, the Kia Studios, Sports Radio, 929 The Game, the Odyssey.com app. winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice, and a good polar vortex. <laughs> Heaven! Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Leading Ladies, a concert in celebration of Women's History Month featuring Kelsey Ballerini, Megan Trainer. 
Mel King. Christina Perry. At the King's Theatre in Brooklyn, New York on Wednesday, March 20th. Tickets are on sale now. You don't want to miss this amazing night of music dedicated to uplifting women's voices. With Kelsey Ballerini, Megan Trainer, L. King, and Christina Perry. Odyssey's leading ladies presented by Olay Body. Buy your tickets now at kingstheater.com. Nights with John Chuckery. The number one show in America. Again! Sports Radio 92.9, The Game. Sports Radio, 92.9 The Game, back at Chuck Ruiz Show. Hanging out in the Key Studios on this Thursday night. 404-726-0929. That's our Solomon Brothers Diamond text line to be a part of the show. Well, Braves get cranked uh, back up tomorrow night after a uh, few days off with the All-Star break. And uh, we head out to the waitfor.com hotline. Let's talk to our buddy Chris Willis. Covers the Atlanta Braves for SB Nation. Managing editor for Battery Power, batterypower.com, as we can check out all of his work. And he's on Twitter, at Chris underscore Willis. Chris, always, buddy, appreciate a few minutes uh, tonight as uh, we get ready to start the, I guess, de facto second half of uh, the Braves season. Yeah, I appreciate you having me. We just were talking about in the last few minutes that, you know, the conversation is certainly a lot different now than it was, say, six or eight weeks ago when you were looking at, okay, are we secure in left field? Are we secure at DH? Do we need more starting pitching because of the injuries? Do we need more bullpen help because of, you know, some guys were not performing as well? I'll tell you, it's a lot different conversation now than it was, say, six or eight weeks ago for this roster. Yeah, no doubt. I mean, uh, you know, when we we're just a little bit, a few weeks away from the trade deadline. And, you know, you really, it's really hard to say, you know, any area that they just absolutely uh, have to go out and, and uh, address because everything kind of clicked uh, in June and uh, so far in July. I mean, it's just been an unbelievable run. You feel like that, I mean, I, I think Alex Anthopoulos, and I don't want to say it's making a move for the sake of making a move, but he is going to find a way to upgrade this roster. And I think that probably the most likely scenario is they will go out and get some bullpen help. And part of that is, too, because I, I just think that Alex Anthopoulos is always trying to help improve this roster. He's not just going to sit back on his laurels and say, we're good. Yeah, I mean, I agree. I mean, he he says that just about every trade uh, trade deadline or anytime you know he's asked about making the deal. You know, the answer is always that they're always looking for ways to improve the roster. I mean, I, you know, I think the bullpen's probably if you have to if you have to squint hard and look for a, a you know some place that needs to be addressed, it probably is the bullpen, especially with the news today that Nick Anderson is going on the injured list. Uh, you know, AJ Minner's only left-hander down there. Depending on what happens with Dylan Lee, you know, you could see a, a scenario where they'd go out and uh, look for another left-handed reliever anyway. You know, Chris, um, there were certainly questions about left field going into the year, but I got to hand it to Eddie Rosario. He's had a really nice bounce back year. He's made some nice catches in the outfield. Um, he's actually hit left-handers. I know it's a small sample size, but he's 12 for 33 against left-handers for a 364 average. Um, you know, he's held his own against lefties. You know, it really feels like that they don't have to – I mean, maybe they add a right-handed bat just to just to give him, you know, somebody to hit against lefties. But really, I think Rosario has had a nice bounce-back year playing left field this year. 
Yeah, he, he really has. I mean, he's a streaky guy. I mean, he kind of got off to a slow start. You know, like you, as you talked about a minute ago, you know, eight weeks ago, we were kind of wondering if they'd be in the market for a, a left fielder. But, you know, we, we've seen how hot he can get. We've seen how cold he can get. You know, just hope that, uh, you know, he can he can continue what he's done. Because, I mean, when he started hitting, when uh, Michael Harris started hitting, when Marcel Zuna started hitting, I mean, this offense just really took off because there's just nowhere to go for outs for opposing pitchers. So as we look at Michael Harris, you know, he had that really good stretch there, you know, as we were, you know, rounding out the month of June. But if you look at July so far, it's been a 179 batting average, a 179 OPS. I mean, we talk about streakiness. It looked like he was really turning the corner toward the end of June and then now as we get into July, you know, again, it's just kind of struggling again. What, what's been, I mean, what is it that's different now from, from that stretch in June to what we've seen here in July? I think it's still just a small enough sample that, you know, you've, it's, uh, it's some bad luck, you know, some things. I think he's healthy now, which I think that was one thing that really, uh, really help, didn't help him at all with that slow start. Um, you know, it will, it'll be interesting to see how he finishes the end of the month. But the good thing about Harris is, I mean, he gives you speed, gives you go-glove caliber defense in center field. You know, you want him to hit. I mean, and it's, you know, this offense is really dynamic when he's, you know, playing at that rookie of the year level that he was last year. But, you know, I think the Braves are fine, you know, as long as he, he just keeps his head above water and then, you know, continues to play solid defense in center field. Chris Willis from Battery Power joining us here on the WadeFord.com hotline as we talk some Braves baseball with him. You know, I have said, and I've talked about this with some of the national writers, Chris, that I think Sean Murphy's a top-five MVP candidate. And I know, look, for all the good that Matt Olson has done, Ozzy's had a great year. Um, you know, obviously Ronnie is the the runaway winner in this thing. Like, he's just – I think he's so far out ahead of everybody's – he's almost lapped the field – but I really do think that Sean Murphy, when you look at his combination of offense and defense now, that and, and again, made the great play in the All-Star game, throwing a guy out, I, I, I think Murphy has put together a marvelous season. And I think he's legitimately a top-five MVP candidate. I think you could certainly make the case. Um, you know, and honestly, you know, they've been really protective of him since he kind of tweaked that hamstring and, uh, and just playing every other day with Travis Darno, or his numbers would look even better. You know, if he was getting more opportunities, they've got the big lead. You know, they've got the. It's a good thing to keep him fresh. Yeah, you know, for the for the postseason. But I mean, you're right. I don't think a I don't think a lot of fans realized just how good a player Sean Murphy was. I mean, he was out there in Oakland, you know, playing uh, late at night, and you know, just getting him. I mean, it uh, it cost him a, a really good young player in William Contreras that was a fan favorite. But I just don't think everybody really understood how good Sean Murphy was uh, when the Braves acquired him. You know, um, I think that in in some ways, Ozzy's season has kind of gotten lost in the shuffle. I mean, because there's been so many good stories. You know, Arcia obviously, you know, one of the big stories. But, you know, obviously it was a lost year for Ozzy last year with the injuries. But he's back to that 2021 form, and this is – this is kind of what we, I think, expect now from Ozzy, right? I mean, he's a 30-homer, 100-run, 100-RBI guy. And, you know, obviously last year battling the injuries, but I mean, he's right back on track for these kinds of numbers again this year. 
Yeah, when he started uh, really producing left-handed, you know, I mean, it just it just takes off because we know how good of a hitter he is uh, on the right from the right-handed side. And you're right; I think he has gotten lost in the shuffle a little bit, you know, for good reason. I mean, you, when you've got people performing up and down the lineup the way they are, it's kind of easy to overlook. But uh, you know, I think he's been a key piece of this, and I think he's a a huge part of the team's leadership now. Um, you know, within that clubhouse and everything. He just represents them so well, and it's good to see him swinging the bat uh, the way he has and healthy again after, you know, just a, a tough season last year. Chris, what did you think about the Braves draft? I mean, I'll be honest with you. I mean, I saw the pitcher from Florida was their first-round pick, but I literally don't know anything about, you know, what the Braves looked at in the draft. I mean, I know, I know some of the players, but, again – you know, three years from now, we'll probably be looking at some of these kids that were drafted this year up on the big club because that's what the Braves do is they move guys along that they think can, you know, help them, and they move them along pretty quickly. So what did you think about the Braves draft class this year? I mean, I thought it was interesting. There there wasn't a whole lot of buzz about it because other than the guy from Florida, the first-round pick, there just wasn't uh, wasn't quite that big name, you know, to kind of get people excited. They didn't have a couple of high school kids that I think have got some high upside as well. Um, but, you know, it, it's always – it's kind of – we, we try to predict the draft every year, and, you know, they go, they kind of go off off the page a little bit. And then, you know, a year or so into it, you kind of see what they were what they were looking at and what they were trying to do. So I'm excited to see these guys get, get uh, you know, get started. Uh, they signed uh, – apparently, reportedly have signed a good many of them already today. So, you know, it's going to be exciting to see them uh, heading to the minor league uh, rosters and uh, finishing out the season. Yeah, I saw that uh, they, they had multiple guys that they signed uh, uh, today. So, um, all good news in that front. Um, let's talk about Max Freed here for a minute. You know, obviously he had the rehab start in Gwinnett. Do you think we see him at all in the month of July? Uh, I think there's a uh, chance at the end, maybe. I mean, obviously, if, as long as they keep playing well, they do not have to rush him at all, um, you know, and they shouldn't really. But uh, I think, you know, if he if he goes out and looks in his, his himself or in, and has no uh, no no problems physically, I don't think there's any reason not to kind of get him back in there. I think, you know, he I think he's supposed to start at Rome Saturday. Uh, I can see him making a couple more maybe after Saturday and then uh you know maybe we we see him back in Atlanta saw some uh updates about Dylan Lee uh today have we heard anything about Kyle Wright I mean have we heard anything about where he's at or how he's progressing so far uh the last report was that he had started his throwing program which was good it, at the time it was only flat ground you know, with the all-star break and everything, that could have changed. He could have gotten on the bullpen. Uh, but I think that was going to be the next the next step in the equation. And, of course, it'd be facing hitters and a rehab assignment if there's no, you know, if there's no setbacks. Uh, he, he was He's going to be several weeks behind Freed anyway. So, you know, I expect maybe as soon as tomorrow we can we could probably get an update on him. And, and you know, Chris, and I'm, I'm a big believer in this, like, you know, you've had you basically had to pitch with three starters this year, and it feels like if you can just get that regular guy in that four spot, you can figure out the bottom of your rotation. You can figure out a fifth spot with just one rotation. Some days you don't need a fifth starter. Some days you can just you know whether it's Soroka or Schuster or whoever. 
But I think that fourth spot is a real key because you start getting to where you have to try to figure out multiple spots. That can be tough to do. And I think, you know, not just, again, (laughs) Freed's the best left-hander in baseball. You're just going to plop him right into the starting rotation. But just the stability of having a fourth guy that you can count on, I think it's huge just because you can figure everything else out from there. You're right. I mean, it really tests your depth uh, when you have to fill more than one spot. And they've had to do that, you know, a couple of times. They had to do it, you know, they've had to do it a couple of seasons now, honestly. But, uh, you know, it's just going to be so big to get Freed back if he's healthy anywhere close to the level that he was last season. Uh, But even if he's not, just being able to give him innings you know, I think is going to be huge because, you know, a lot of guys have been pressed into the uh, into service here, and you could, it'll be a whole lot easier to fill that fifth spot, um, you know, going down the stretch. And that fifth spot, honestly, you won't even need it probably. You won't even need it in the postseason. So, you know, you're only talking about just trying to finish the season out with it. But, you know, you've got a lot of guys in the mix that's got a lot of valuable experience, and, uh, you know, that's going to pay off down the line. Last question for you. Anything that we should be looking out for as far as maybe a prospect? I mean, there's been there's been rumors and people have been talking about, well, we could move Vaughn Grissom. You know, again, I don't know if the Braves want to move him just yet, but is he a name that could potentially be on the move for Atlanta? I mean, you know, when you look at the situation, I, I, I don't think you can ever say never. Um, obviously, I haven't heard anything, any rumors even associated with the Braves as far as trade deadline goes. I'm sure that's going to pick up as the month goes. I think to move Vaughn Grissom, you, they, would be, they would be doing something substantial. You know, it would be the type of move that they think is going to push them over the hump in, in a postseason chase. Um, so, you know, I'm not, I'm, not, uh, I'm not 100% sure. But, again, you know, with Orlando Arcia signed up, you know, uh, on a, an extension – before the season and not a clear path for Grissom, you know, I, you can't say no, uh, no to it. I mean, I, it, it, there's obviously a uh, a chance that it could happen, but, um, you know, I've given up trying to predict uh, trades and, and stuff under <laughs> Alex Anthopoulos because just when you think you got it figured out, I mean, he comes out of left field with something that, you know, you, it's just off the radar. So Yeah, as uh, Rowdy Rowdy Piper said, just when you think you have the answers, I change the questions. So. <laughs> Chris Willis uh, covers the Atlanta Braves for SB Nation, managing editor for Battery Power, batterypower.com is where you can check out all of his work. He's on Twitter, at Chris underscore Willis. Join me on the wadeford.com hotline. Chris, always, buddy, appreciate it. Thanks for a few minutes tonight. We'll chat again here soon. Oh, yeah, I appreciate it. It's always fun. You got it. Chuck, Ree coming uh, back from the top of the hour. Falcons fly over all your news and notes for the Atlanta Falcons on this Thursday. Sports Radio, 92.9 The Game, the Odyssey.com app. Why? Why? If you have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. 
Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. We all agree that reducing carbon emissions is a good thing. And once again, Toyota is leading the way. We hear a lot about fully electric vehicles, and Toyota has them, with more coming in. But we also know a BEV is not for everyone, whether it's because of cost, range, or concern about finding a charging station when you need it. Plus, the raw materials used to manufacture batteries are limited. Enter Beyond Zero, Toyota's vision for a carbon-neutral future in vehicles, and in manufacturing plants, too, in the years ahead. The materials used to make just one long-range battery for an EV could be used to make batteries for six plug-in hybrids or 90 gas-electric hybrids. That's why Toyota's position today is electrified, diversified, empowering you to choose how to reduce your own carbon footprint with the vehicle that's right for you, a hybrid, plug-in hybrid, or battery EV. So shop, learn more, and get details at toyota.com slash beyond zero. Toyota, let's go places.